KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. It was feast or feast at this year's 40th anniversary Telluride Film Festival. Just one terrific movie after another. My favorites included, in one category, Alexander Payne's Nebraska, a Polish film called Ida, Asghar Fahardi's The Past, and Steve McQueen's Twelve Years a Slave. In another category, all by itself, was Gravity, a deliriously entertaining 3D adventure with Sandra Bullock as an astronaut lost in space. Nebraska stars Bruce Dern as a precariously reformed boozer with Einstein hair and squinty eyes. Will Ford, as his estranged son, tries to keep the old man from wandering off into the thickets of dementia during a heartfelt odyssey through the American heartland. Ida is set in communist Poland in 1962. The heroine is a young orphan about to take her vows at a convent. Before she does, she's sent to see her only living relative, who informs her that she's Jewish. Pavel Palalowski's film is stripped of any fancy technique and a testament to how much more less can be. Asghar Fahardi won an Oscar two years ago for his separation. His new film, The Past, is set in Paris rather than Tehran, and most of the dialogue is in French. Once again, though, the filmmaker dissects his character's versions of events to show that the tales we tell ourselves and others are seldom, if ever, the whole story. In Twelve Years a Slave, the English artist and filmmaker Steve McQueen tells the story of American slavery as it's never been told before, with harrowing violence and shattering power. So why was a Hollywood movie like Gravity part of the festival? Because it's genuinely new. Never has a motion picture swirled with as much motion. Here's a case of a Hollywood studio hiring an artist, the Mexican filmmaker Alfonso Cuaron, then giving him high-tech tools that Leonardo could never have dreamed of. The result is the most beautiful popcorn movie ever made. And gravity pulls us around to the festival's pivot point, Tim's Vermeer. It's an extraordinary documentary that explores the border between technology and art. Vermeer, of course, is the 17th century Dutch painter whose canvases seem to possess a magical glow. Tim is Tim Jennison, a brilliant and hugely zestful American inventor. He devises a practical test of the increasingly popular suspicion that Vermeer achieved his mysterious photorealism with the help of optical tools that were widely available in his time. Jennison keeps reminding us that he's not a painter, so it's thrilling to watch him use those rather simple tools to create an entirely convincing Vermeer with his own hand. And it's edifying not only in the context of art history. The movies have always been a technical medium, and now they're in danger of being choked by technology. All those stupid spectaculars with the same digital effects. But Telluride offered twin examples of technology enhancing art. Tim's Vermeer casts a clarifying light on the past, and gravity promises movie lovers a brightening future. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW soon with more reviews.
KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.